Hey guys, welcome to episode 13 of Between Two Couches. This week we are speaking about mental health and how to take care of ourselves. Um, it's something we don't spend enough time on, I guess, and a lot of the time we don't know actually how to take care of ourselves. I'm joined today by Colin. Um, hey Colin. Hey Derek. Uh, Colin, you've opened up a lot about your own personal experiences from a mental health yeah. uh, perspective. Um, so, I guess, why is mental health important? Okay, well, so I guess just to talk about the, the first part, like I've been fortunate that I've been through that, that, that dark place, that hole, and I've, you know, I've, I've come through and survived a suicide attempt. I've been able to write about it in such a way to tell other people, talk about it and open up about it, and I've had friends who said it's enabled them to talk about it, and other people that said it's enabled them to talk about it and find help and realize that you're not alone because our mission here is, is like fitness, health and happiness and health is more than just not having a cold, not having the sniffles, it's, it's feeling good and confident in yourself or you know understanding that you can improve yourself and understanding your own mind, your own emotions, how to process that and how to relate to other people and that's, that's important, that's part of our mission here as well and when we do goal reviews we, we like to ask people how are you and not just you know I'm fine like actually how are you how can we help and get people to see the good which is part of mental health and then also the, the thing with mental health is it's, it's tricky I mean up until very recently in just any society it was very poorly understood so it wasn't something that was talked about openly um, and that's the type of thing that you feel you can talk to someone about because no one else is talking about it whereas you can talk to people about oh I feel fat you know yeah. that's very easy it's very visual I can see it I don't feel good in my body but I don't feel good in my head is kind of a trickier one to say about and then unfortunately the thing is when you're sorry I, I, I'm skipping ahead of myself is that you spend all day with the thoughts in your head like you might see your friends, see your, see your spouse, see everyone else, but you spend all day with the thoughts of your head. So it's kind of important that you actually step back and listen to that objectively rather than just react to it as well. So that's I guess why it's important. It, it's, you can't be healthy if you're not healthy in your head. Yeah. That's that the tagline. Makes, makes a lot of sense. And why would you think uh, we struggle with that? I know you kind of touched on it a little bit there, but like anything kind of else you want to... Yeah, well, yeah, one unfortunate fact is that when you're, we just talk about depression because of the most thing, when you're depressed, it actually stops you asking for help or stops you understanding that there's something wrong because it's your brain trying to understand itself. And that's tricky because you might not have the language ability to talk about what's going on in your head that you feel fuzzy headed or you feel clouded. You know, all the examples of like a big dog or feeling numb they're very difficult to communicate to someone who doesn't have that direct experience. So then trying to talk to someone is very tricky. And then it's, it's not something we're educated about. There's a, a story, and it's kind of funny when you step back from it, where a girl went to a psychologist because she thought she taught she voices in her head because no one had ever explained to her that, yeah, you've thoughts in your head. And she panicked because like at some point she became aware, just turning a teenager, she became aware that she like thoughts in her head and she thought oh my god I have voices in my head because that's what she heard of it so because your brain is trying to understand itself uh, we as a society and culture don't really have the language of it yet that's tricky as well so that's that's uh, that's, that's why it's difficult to talk about I just want to mention that society and culture like there's a very Irish thing of like Asher you'll be grand like we, we bottle up a lot of things or that yeah. emotions yeah I and guess. 
you know, from a male point of view, you're taught not to cry, you're taught not to release, um, and you're taught not to talk about it. And unfortunately, incidences of male suicide are a lot higher. And sorry if anyone's sort of uncomfortable at this point in the episode, but I think it's important to talk about it. If we were talking about heart attacks or cancer, we would have to talk about death rate. So I think with mental health, we have to talk about unfortunate the death, the death rate of it as well. And it can be, it can be quite painful. And even talking about it now that I, you know, 19 years since that attempt, it's still emotional for me to talk about, but I understand that if I don't talk about it, I might be stopping someone else from talking about it as well. And, you know, to dismiss, to dismiss it. They're trying to help. When someone says you're being grand, they're trying to help. I don't ever think someone is not trying to help. You're trying to help. They just don't understand. They don't have the power. So we're hoping that through podcasts like this and conversations and sharing our struggles that we can help people realize that they're not alone and that we all have struggles and that we can all help each other if we approach it right. And it's okay to talk. Absolutely, yeah. And to lead on from that then, what, what can we do or what do you think we can do to help ourselves? Yeah, it's, it's a good question because it was one I was asked by a friend I knew as a teenager and I'm Facebook friends with him now. Um, he, he lives in another con- country and he messaged me after I posted a blog and he asked me, what can I do? And it, there is no one fix. Like, there's no one way to get fit, okay? Um, there's no one way to get eat healthy. I can't just say, right, well, I'm going to eat nothing but chopped or, you know, nothing but uh, green teas for the next week and I'm going to be done. My health's going to be done. Just I'm going to take this one fish oil tablet and boom, I'm done. Um, and that's true in our mental health. It's a lot of very small things, which at the time will do absolutely fuck all for your mood. Absolutely nothing. There was a study they did with college students and these were in such a depressive funk that their rooms were just a state. We're talking about months of pizza boxes um, piled up in the room, their clothes weren't washed, everything was filthy. And if you get to that stage, everything's so on top of you, like. How are you meant to clear all of that? And that's what you want. You want a fix that allows you to do everything. To relate it back to physical health, it's like if I didn't notice that I was putting on a few pounds year after year after year, and all of a sudden I'm morbidly obese and I'm carrying maybe 50 or 100 pounds worth of excess fat, and now I'm struggling to walk down the stairs and you know, I'm you know, getting sleep apnea and all those sort of problems. I can't just fix that straight away. I can't just remove that fat straight away. So you might be able to remove, remove the, the bad thoughts straight away. The study they did with the college students is they mapped out one square foot on their desk, put tape around it one square foot and said, keep that clean. That is the only thing you have to do. And what that did is that gave them a little sense of control that I can tick a box that I'm doing something. I'm not 100% struggling, I'm only 99% struggling which at the time didn't mean it. But what they found is that spread and eventually the room got cleaned and eventually their house got cleaned and eventually they started going to lectures again. But that took time. So I think it's understanding it takes time. Now, when I was talking to my friend, I started asking him, are you sleeping seven plus hours a night? He's like, no, I'm struggling to sleep. Are you eating fresh food, mainly vegetables, or are you eating sugar? And one thing that I find if my mental health starts slips, I will eat more sugar because it acts as a very quick mood stabilizer, but long term it means I crash more, which allows the thoughts to come in. I said, are you spending any downtime or any time in nature? Again, he wasn't, and all these things. Once a week, 
quiet walk in nature will do massive, massive things for your mental health. But it doesn't feel like it at the time because it's not, it doesn't have that immediate payoff. It's like when I eat that salad, I don't suddenly have abs. I wish I did, but it doesn't work that way, I know. Speaking of exercise and all, movement does help. Particularly if you feel you can't um, do much, particularly when you feel you don't like just moving and that could be getting off the couch, walking back and forth. And then gratitude helps. And gratitude is a very difficult thing when you're feeling down, because everything is shit. Yeah. Everything is shit, everything is horrible, everyone has a better life than me. And the comparison is a massive thief. What you're doing with gratitude is you're slowly, slowly reprogramming your brain. Okay? If I ask you, if I start talking about the color blue because you're wearing a blue t-shirt, you're going to start noticing all the blue things in the room, but you cannot notice all the green things in the room or all the black things in the room. So what I'm asking you to do with gratitude is start looking for the good in every situation because mm -hmm. your brain is, for, to use a software term, it's got faulty programming that it's only looking for the threat, which were fantastic for us when we lived in the Serengeti and you know, there was beasts to chase and we have to worry about the berries. We, we don't, we live in a relatively safe era and a relatively safe environment now. So looking for the good. So, oh my God, I'm always late because of traffic. You get to be in a car. Some people don't have a car. Oh my God, I'm not as strong as that other person in the gym. So you get to be in the gym. Um, and this is hard to do because we're not wired to do this. But what you're trying to do is write software over your head to, to do all those things, you know? And so we've talked about eating, downtime, meditation. They're all small things that gather up, but they all make a difference. And pretty soon that starts snowballing. Getting to sleep, the time in nature is huge. I find that's very good for me because I'm constantly on the go and when I take that time, I reset. Now I still have a million and one parts, yep. but it helps. And then also just been looking at what info you take in. If I'm constantly watching the news, for example, the news is designed it's entertainment, but it's designed to show us all the threats in the world, okay? So what am I seeing? I'm seeing terrorist threat here, I'm seeing robberies here, I'm seeing fires here. You know, I'm just thinking of the news that was on this week. Yeah. And it, like the news is a very extreme example, but you know, you can take in information from, you know, associating with, you know, people who might be the adjacent and the terrible, like, you know? Jesus, it's too much sun right now. We, you know, we can do with some rain, and then when it rains, oh my God, the rain, you know, it never lasts in this country, and the winters, oh, they're terrible. What info you taking? But that's a tricky one to do. I think you're gonna have far more effects by starting to practice gratitude, which is tough. All of this stuff is tough, by the way. Much like exercise is tough, much like, you know, turning off your phone. Remember, your phone's addicted, okay? And I'm, you know, one of the worst for it as well getting sleep, eating right, making better. And then finally, the big thing is, is to find a trusting source that it can allow you to go. All right? And that might actually be paying for a professional counselor, which I will point out that it's upsetting that, it's upsetting to me, sorry, it just is what it is. If I told you I was going to a physiotherapist, you wouldn't look at me any strange. You'd be like, oh, what's going on? It's like, well, you know, my hamstrings at me or my back's a little tight, that's no problem. If I tell you I'm going to a psychiatrist or a counselor, there's an unfortunate reaction, oh my God, this person's, you know. But, like, if I tell you I'm bringing my car to the mechanic for a tune-up, there's no problem. 
if I'm going to a counselor for a mental tuner, that's okay. Now, there's a stigma that that might take some time as a culture for us to get past it, but definitely having that just in place. Thank you, Carl. It's just on the last thing you said there, the, the, I can't actually remember if you said the word taboo, but there's a taboo about talking about yeah. mental health issues. It seems to be changing slowly the more people talk about it. Yeah. So it kind of gathers momentum, I suppose, like the more we talk about it, the more we're okay to talk about it. That be your thought as well, or is it progressing at all? Um, I feel it is, and I feel the way you can help someone with it is that you have to open up first to let them know it's safe, and you can't force someone to talk. As much as you can try to say, "Are you okay?" Would you tell me if you weren't? Telling someone I'm concerned about you might make them a little bit frightened, but it also might be the fright they need to have to know that you care. Yeah. Okay, and. If you do have someone in your life who you can't get through to, that's very tough. Unfortunately, it's, it's very tough and I don't have an answer for it as well. The best you can do is, is be a good example and just be as much of a safe space you can for them as well. Um, and then also you have to wait until someone's ready to want to make a change. Okay? Because much like with exercise, you could be out of shape, you could have, you know, you could feel weak, you could feel you know, feel unhealthy, but you might be ready to make a change because you're afraid, okay? Like, I'm afraid if I go into the gym, they'll laugh at me. I'm afraid if I go into the gym, I'll fail again. And that could be true with your mental health. I'm afraid that if I try and improve my mood, I'll fail. And now I've got another failure on top of already the fact that I feel somehow broken. Yeah, that can be tricky. So, it, you have to just encourage people to be things. I mean, the best way I've found personally is that if you reveal your own vulnerabilities and your own struggles, and then add to that, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling really tired, I'm really stressed with work, you know, um, but I'm gonna talk to, talk to someone about it, or I'm gonna take this weekend, I'm gonna take it off, and that helped me. You let other people feel that it's okay, because I never thought you struggled, Derek. I never, you look, you look, you have it all together. You're always smiling. What's the thing, you know? Um, if you do that, you give people an opportunity. Okay, and then ultimately we want to let people know that if they feel they can talk to us here and see if I, just let us know. Hey, I'm struggling, you know? Now, listen, we're also going to propose some solutions and there's going to be work. There is no, no magic pill. Big fix, no magic pill. Anything else you want to add? No, I think I... Okay. I was, I was just going to say thank you. Like you've you've done a you've done a lot of talking, but a lot of really really good points in there that hopefully will help some people. Um, guys, if any of you have any kind of comments on anything related to this or anything else we talked about, do let us know. If there's anything you want to hear us talk about, do let us know. If you want to just talk and we're here to listen, give us a shout. Uh, that was episode thirteen. Thank you very much, guys. Tune in next week. Thanks, everyone.